hey, you know what? There's likely money on the table sitting right in front of you that you hadn't tapped into yet. Before we go out and build this big automated marketing campaign, let's look at what you already have in place. And let's look at the systems and the processes that you have in place to manage the sales process and see if there's any opportunity there. Welcome to Remodel Your Life. shining the light on women working in the trades and remodeling their life into something better. Join a female cabinet maker in California in bringing together kitchen remodeling and working with your hands for a living. Welcome your host, Camille Finan. Hey ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. I have an amazing guest, Kay Whitaker, who's here to talk about how she's going to be a guest speaker at the Texas Black Interior Designers Symposium that's coming up uh, shortly. So Kay, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Camille. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So can you share a little bit about how you met the ladies that are running the conference and, you know, sort of what your background is with them and how, and how you're going to be a guest speaker at the conference? Yes. So Renika and I met, I want to say two or three years ago, we were both volunteering as a part of a reading program that's hosted here in the city by a nonprofit that targets inner city students during the month of February for Black History Month. So generally what we do is we go out and this organization raise money, raises money to buy books for these kids, but they also like to expose the kids to African-Americans that are in the community that are either running their own business or they're corporate professionals so that they can see beyond where they are. Nice. So every year for the past few years, we've been going to read to these students and really to show them and highlight that one, we're women, two, we're black women. And we came from the same place that you did. And we have successful businesses that we run. We've been able to go off and beat the odds that were against us based off of our environment. And you can do the same thing. So that's pretty much how we met. And she and I met at the program. We were a part of the same class and we immediately kicked it off. And ever since then, we've kind of been just rocking and rolling from there. I love it. So what are you going to be speaking about at the conference? So a part of what we do is marketing from a contact, a smart contact management situation. So a lot of times when I go to business owners, they're like, oh, I need marketing. And I'm like, yeah, what kind? And I'm like, well, I need to get in front of more people. I need a social media presence. Da, 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 da. So one of the first questions that I always ask is, well, what are the activities that you're already doing? And a lot of guys, a lot of you all are constantly in front of people. You're at networking events, uh, you do speaking, you've met people in passing, and you have all of these people that are within your reach that could possibly be clients for you, but you hadn't followed up with them. And a lot of it is just due to life happens, right? We get busy, we get back to the office, we've got to do work. Uh, your audience in particular, you're woodworking. So you're doing a lot of skilled work and you just don't have a system in place to follow up. So what I work with with the small business owners is to say, hey, you know what? There's likely money on the table sitting right in front of you that you hadn't tapped into yet. Before we go out and build this big automated marketing campaign, let's look at what you already have in place. And let's look at the systems and the processes that you have in place to manage the sales process and see if there's any opportunity there. And we start there. And then once we've exhausted 
that environment. And then we start to look at how we can do more of what we were already doing that has helped us to be successful in the past and incorporate that into our marketing systems. Nice. That's awesome. So so that's all the stuff you're going to be talking about at this conference that's yep. coming up. So it yep. sounds like you're going to be, um, I mean, I know that you do work with a lot of designers and you specifically help a lot of people in the design industry figure out what it takes a customer to purchase, right? Yes. What is that process and how can you help them along that process? Yes. So can you talk like a little bit about how you would help designers who typically would have projects that last for a long time, right? Several mm-hmm. months at a time. Yeah. And it's kind of easy to get lost in the middle there and sort of forget the follow-up and the beginning. Right. And there's a lot of money sitting there on the table looking at you. A basically. lot of money. Absolutely. So when I'm working with our designers that are in those particular situations, because there's two things that we come against. One, the sales process is sometimes a long one because of the amount of work and the, the bill that's attached to the work that has to come. So getting them to sign the contract Track one is a process in itself. And then two, uh, when you're full, especially if you're working solo, you only have the capacity to work with so many clients at a time. So it's not always wisdom to always be in sales mode because if you sell it, can you deliver on what you've promised from your marketing messaging? So what we typically do when we're working with designers is we look at where they are. Are you full right now? And if not, do you need business? And if the answer is yes, then we'll start there and we'll create campaigns campaigns that speak to the buying process, that help to educate, that helps uh, that help their prospective clients understand the benefit of working with them, that kind of showcase the work that they've already done, share some case studies and some testimonials and reviews from past clients to help them make a decision. But if they're in a position where they're like, you know what, Kay, it's not feast or famine right now. Like I've got a good book of business, but I'm always concerned when these projects are getting ready to close because I don't know where the next contract is coming from. Then we do more sales pipeline uh, automation where we're always out adding people to our list and we create content that nurtures until we're ready to open up. So a lot of times what our designers will find is that you could be nurturing through like email marketing for like months, just providing content. And it's a lot easier for them because you don't have to sell. But at the time where you're ready for another client, say your project is getting ready to be maybe 30 days out, you can always send out an email to those people and say, hey, you know what? We're going to have space available. If you're looking to start a project within the next 30 to 60 days, we're going to have some space available to help. Is that you? And then segment those users into what we call a segmentation campaign to help them to book book an appointment so that you can have a conversation and not be in panic mode when your contract ends and there's nobody to talk to. Hmm, I love that. So it's really pre-thinking so you can kind of guide the profit that's coming into your business. So you kind of anticipate that you're going to need some more, you can kind of ramp it up a little bit. Yeah, you could turn it. We call it a faucet. You can turn it off and turn it on when you're ready. So if you're ready for it, then turn it on. But when you're full, then turn it off and just go back into kind of a passive mode. Whereas if you need it right now, then there's some different techniques that we have to follow in order to help you accomplish that. That's awesome. Wow. I can see that being incredibly helpful. Um, There's just so much available now that was not available to me 25 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. It's so exciting what is available now to help your business. Um, So let's switch gears a little bit and talk about what is it like running a business like yours that's incredibly successful with lots of very busy clients like yourself and you have three kids. (laughs) Uh, I have four kids, Camille, four. 
Well, are you including your husband? Uh, no, he's five. Okay. I thought you had three kids. I know you have a little one too. Like I have one. a little one that just turned one yeah. and then they range in age from 15 to six from there, 15, 12 and six from there. Nice. Okay. So yep. what, how do you stay productive? Like, what are you doing to um, make that work? Oh my God, I don't do anything by myself. So a lot of people, because we run a lean ship, meaning there's a small team of people that are full-time employed, uh, people think that I do everything myself. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. I am a firm believer in outsourcing the help that is needed, not only from a professional standpoint, but from a personal standpoint as well. Uh, I, I identify the things that I love about being a mom and the things that I love about being a business owner. And I do those. And for the things that I don't enjoy, I find tools or other people to do them. And I think as mothers, a lot of times people are like, oh, well, you got to be super mom. You got to cook. You got to clean. I'm, I'm not doing any of that crap. My husband didn't marry me because I cook or clean. He loves me for me. So I don't enjoy cooking or cleaning. <laughs> so I hire somebody to come clean. And the cooking part, I leave to him. Hmm. And, you know, because our kids are active, especially the older two, we try to make sure that we've surrounded ourselves by a community of people that are in alignment with who we are. So I'm a business owner. So I have business owner friends that are moms. So they get it. So in some cases, we'll help each other. My mom is a great help. And then if I need to hire nannies or something like that, I'm more than happy to do that to get to allow me to do what I need to do. Yeah, that's awesome. So and then business wise, like what are some of the tools that you use that you think, you know, have really made it a lot easier for you to be more effective and efficient? Uh, I have a project management tool that we use um, that allows me to pull in not only my team, but the team external to me as well. So any outside vendors or anything that I have, I bring those into the project management tool, including the client so that everybody's on the same page. So client facing, it's just the team. They all work for K Whitaker Media Group, but some people are external and some people are internal. And everybody communicates in the same place. And I rely heavily on my project management tool and my calendar tool. Um, So between, if I could name three of the top tools that I use professionally that allow me to work like this, it's my CRM, which from a small business standpoint, we use Infusionsoft, but there's some other options uh, out there. But it's not the actual tool that makes the difference. It's the functionality of the tool. So a CRM a calendar schedule and a project management tool are our go-to resources, like hands down. And do you mind sharing the names of the? the Yes. So my calendar appointment setting software is schedule once. And that's because it integrates with my Infusionsoft software. So it allows me to keep my ecosystem in one place. And then my project management tool that we use is teamwork. Hmm. So that's interesting. How come you guys don't use Slack or have you used Slack in addition to that? We have used Slack in addition to that um, because some of our projects are bigger scale projects and I have a corporate background. I know we might get into that in a little bit, but I have a corporate background and I'm very analytical. So where Slack is great from a communication standpoint, going back and forth, I like to see data as well. And I like to be able to move um, the project from one place to another. So there's Gantt charts um, that's available. So if you would think of a, t- a project management tool like Trello, where there's boards and you can move stuff around and see. Well, teamwork is Trello on steroids. Nice. Okay. I'll have to check that out. 
So, mm-hmm. but thanks for bringing up your background because I was actually interested. <laughs> How did you get from there to here? And and um, you know, like, wh- what is your what is your actual background before you started your own business? So before I started my own business, I was working as a corporate sales director. So I've always been in sales and marketing of some capacity. So at the time I was doing retail sales where I was developing sales teams. I had stores across 15 states and I would have to hire, train and teach the managers how to manage their staff. So we worked a lot in negotiation with marketing as far as location and things of that nature. But our major job was messaging and making sure that the messaging from marketing was cohesive with the messaging of the sales team and marrying the two and making sure that the systems that we had in place uh, worked well together so that the marketing team did their job, the sales team did their their job and everything worked together like a machine. I did that for like 15 years Mm. uh, in some capacity and it was great. Like I love my job. So there was nothing that I did not like about the job. When I left at the time, the company was downsizing and they offered me to go into a position that I already mastered and I wasn't interested. Uh, At the time, I had just had my now six-year-old and I was doing a lot of traveling and I wanted to be a different type of mom for her. I had traveled and done all of that since the beginning of my 15-year-old. And I was just like, you know what? I'm burnt out. I don't want another kid to have to say goodnight on Skype. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's change up some stuff. I saw it as an opportunity. So I took it. And at the time I was working as a consultant. I didn't know what it was at the time, but at the time I was working as a consultant with some friends that has bus- that had businesses teaching them how to do what I was doing corporately. And my friends, they were like, hey, you should do this. And I was like, is this really a thing? Because, you know, I, I didn't know, you know, everything from a corporate standpoint was internal. You don't really know what the entrepreneurship side of stuff is because you just don't know. So I didn't know that that was a viable business until I came out and we came out doing websites and e-commerce training and all types of stuff, because those were all things that I was dealing with. But I found a real passion in the technology side because I worked closely with the technology people corporately. And I found a passion in the technology side and I found a bigger passion in helping educate people on what to do. And that's kind of how all of this came about. Uh, We do do a lot of the done for you work, you know, ourselves, but anytime we can teach a business owner how to understand the numbers uh, and understand the systems behind what's making them be successful or not successful, then that's where the light bulb goals off for them. And that's where we get our biggest, our biggest gratitude and our business is really helping people identify what makes it work for them and to get the results for them. That's awesome. Wow. Well, that explains why you're so good at the automation part because yeah, you were doing that already basically in corporate oh, yeah. for so many mm-hmm. years. Yeah. So that's awesome. What a great background. The girls are, the ladies are lucky to have you as a speaker. <laughs> You're going to be schooling a whole bunch of people at that college. (laughs) That's fabulous. Well, I sure appreciate the little bit of time. I know we're going to do a follow-up interview and get into this. You know, this is you and I both love marketing and sales. Yes. And the automation part is just so exciting now, the things that you can do. So we'll do a follow-up interview. But um, I just love that you're sharing this expertise with other women and, you know, really hoping them, um, helping them just, you know, really leverage the business that they already have through better systems so yeah it's systems Mm -hmm. thank you so much for your time you're welcome thanks so 
much for listening to Remodel Your Life. I sure have enjoyed being with you today. And if you really like our show, we'd love it if you would subscribe through iTunes. You can always send us feedback through email at Camille at RemodelYourLifePodcast.com. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Remodel Your Life Podcast. This episode has ended, but your remodeling journey can continue. Head over to RemodelYourLifePodcast.com to access all the resources, tools, and links mentioned in this episode. Until next time, get your hands dirty and create the life you want from the foundation up. And thanks again to Blue Apron. I just love cooking with them and so appreciate their support of my show. Mm -hmm.